Hello and welcome to a Friday Lines on a Thursday during the finals. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Friday Lines is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. Joining me today, as always, is MG. Uh, welcome, MG. How are you, OB? Good to see you. Going well, thank you. And the doyen of rugby league up there in Orange is welcome to you, Top Rope. Hello, OP. Hello, MG. Hello, listeners. Uh, what a time to be alive. September's here and we are a week away from footy finals. And the smell is in the air, the week away from the second-rate football finals, but the footy finals, the true AFL, a true, true Australian code starts tonight. We'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, MG, been a big week for you, mate. Uh, how was uh, how was dinner with Shaq? It's... Uh... Yeah, he got left out of shack. It was, uh, yeah, not uh, not a great thing. He, he apparently was overbooked and uh, underpaid. So, uh, yeah, very busy man, the shack. So uh, hard to get a hold of. I thought everyone in Melbourne has met Shaq. Um, but uh, you're having dinner with him or something? Is, is something <laughs> fell through? Is there a story to that? Or am I going to get in trouble here with the uh, with the Monday Review host? I know you're digging, <laughs> digging against your friend Nicky, yes, whereas there was a late switch up. A few of us were left out, OB, so uh, nothing, nothing new, you know, at uh, dealing with uh, the female variety. It's all one-way street there. So, yes, didn't get looked after. We saw the shack a few times from afar, but, uh, yeah, no secret handshake was given. And uh, from the long to the short, uh, you're going to meet Hasbulla or <laughs> is that, um, how's that all going? Uh, no. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get the Hasbulla thing, but apparently he's, he's – uh, Big news coming out. Everyone really wants to see him, but yeah, not uh, not my go there. So I'll uh, let him go through to the keeper. Mm, God, uh, yeah, don't know what the rage is, but uh, two, two, two very overexposed people in Melbourne this week are Shaq and Hasbulla. But anyway, we'll get through. Uh, we'll get back to the on-field action. Uh, AFL final start tonight, Richmond and Brisbane, which should be a beauty. But a uh, few injuries have sort of crept into a couple of the final sides. Uh, Fife out for Frio, Liberatore out for the Dogs. Uh, the Lions lose Rayner. Ainsworth um, and uh, yeah, Lions as well. We've mentioned uh, that one. And Richmond get Dusty back. Shane Edwards dropped. Uh, he'll be the medical sub. I think he's carrying a little bit of a niggle from uh, from all reports. Uh, is uh, Edwards? That's why he's been left out. But uh, the action kicks off tonight up at the Gabba. Yeah, looking forward to it. The real stuff starts. So we've had uh, had a week off. We had to endure a week of uh, watching rugby league with top rope, but uh, now we get to uh, start with the real stuff tonight. So, yeah, looking forward to it. All four contests, I think, are, are live betting games as well. And we'll just get to some AFLW before we cross to uh, Top Rope. Uh, we'll keep him waiting. Only joking, Top Rope, mate. Bit of bit of news. Uh, Joseph Sawali, the teen sensation from the Roosters, is he switching to rugby union on a big $10 million deal? Look, rugby union throwing all the cash. Very reminiscent of another inferior code, the AFL, throwing a lot of money at uh, Israel Folau and Carmichael Hutt to uh, garner some interest. Uh, probably not going to happen, though. Uh, Stawali is going to earn plenty playing rugby league, and as the great PVL said, he's going to get pretty bored playing union in front of nobody with rules he does not understand. So, yeah, interesting for rugby union. They could have secured him when he was playing rugby union as a kid, for pretty much nothing and have now come back with a $10 million check that's going to end up with egg on the face. So another win for a sport that is 
dying at a rapid rate rate of knots in this country. And uh, the Panthers resting a few this week as well with their eyes on uh, on the finals. Uh, and then also the Storm have got a little bit of an injury concern with Jerome Hughes out uh, of tonight's game, which we'll get to shortly. But uh, injuries sort of uh, wreaking havoc up in the uh, NRL on the EVA finals as well. Oh, yeah, no injuries with the Panthers. They're, they're sweating up. They're on clear. He's decided to rest his entire team. So uh, not often you see the minor premiers going to the final round 19 and a half point underdogs, but here we are. Uh, Interesting tactics, though. Like you probably need a few to get a bit of a, a freshen up for the finals, but you know, they would expect a, a freshen up in a week's time as well. You would have thought. Um, so yeah, not 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 completely sold on resting your entire team. Uh, but yeah, the injury to Jerome is massive. It's, it's completely flip betting on that one. That's uh, seen the yield firm from two hundred five to dollar sixty five, and uh, they're going to be very hard to beat. Hughes is super important to the way the storm. Football, the, the depth is an issue, and yeah, one of the reasons the Storm have been so successful for so long, they kind of run a stars and scrubs lineup, but the stars never got hurt. Billy Slater really hurt, Cameron Smith never hurt, Cooper Cronk never hurt. Well, perhaps out for the year, Jerome Hughes is missing a big game, and it's all on Cam Munster, so uh, a yeah, tough, tough situation for the Storm. And we haven't touched on the Dustin Martin uh, uh, video that's come to light, but uh, I don't think we need to. I think it's from 2017, but uh, Cameron Munster's just going through his uh, going through his contacts, making sure nothing gets out there either. But uh, And a bit of golf chaos uh, this week, top rope. Uh, LIV have finally got their man in uh, Cameron Smith, the world number two, reportedly signing for $140 million, uh, Australian uh, Australian dollars. Uh, Leishman's always, uh, also joined. Um, and, uh, yeah, Matsuyama apparently has knocked back $300 million. So they're, um, they're certainly splashing the cash and they're starting to sign a few big names. Look, it certainly was was partially to do with the money he came on Smith. He admitted as much, but he also said, if you read his uh, statement, that he just he, he wanted to watch more rugby league with his mates. So uh, Cameron Smith, another great rugby league man, Cameron Smith. Uh, yep, $140 million will certainly help. But being able to get out to Suncorp and have a few, few forexes with his mates while watching his beloved Broncos, also pretty important for the great man. So well under Cameron Smith prioritising rugby league. Jeez. It's, uh, I, I, I liked him up until two minutes ago. He can't watch it on his phone, pay TV or anything like that around the world. It's not on free to wear. No one watches it. There's no TV rights deal. So that's why he has to come back to Australia to watch it live. Why would anyone want to watch any code on free to wear television? Have you seen free to wear television? It is the most disgraceful, disgusting thing around. And, the anti-siphoning law should be brought back in to get everything siphoned to pay television. Uh, and the US Open's on at the moment as well. Uh, the men, not a lot of movement uh, in the men's market. Medvedev uh, at two eighty eighty five ish. Uh, Nadal at four dollars. Alcatraz, as we call him, at five fifty. And Nick Kyrgios, oh, six dollars, easy money. Uh, Berrettini at fifteen and Sinner at seventeen uh, in the women's market. It's Swiatek at three seventy five. Coco Goff at nine. Uh, Garcia at nine dollars. Sabalenka 12, Jabur at 13, and Pergula at $19. Just a reminder, you can get all your odds at topsport.com.au for your US Open. But I'll tell you what, Nick Kyrgios is looking good. Give me a spell, OB, will you? Fair dinkum. You were up and about him at Wimbledon, end up with duck eggs. <laughs> oh, get very close, out. very close. Now you want to chime into him when he's fourth favourite at $6. You're going to you you have eights here. Oh, I, I can't see anyone beating him. You can have eights here. You sound like that woman who was 42, 42 drinks deep. Oh, boy. 
Uh, well, she had, I, I think she had 700. Uh, and now he's complaining last night there was marijuana in the air. Like, if, it, if anyone knows there's marijuana in the air, it's probably Nick. Uh, <laughs> but um, I'll tell you what, I, we'll, be back in the, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. And no one will beat him. I, I don't know where you get your mail from. You, you must have too much money if you think you're going to front up and back Kyrgios every, every major to try and win one. I'll, uh, I'll take the eights, thank you, for All a few right. bottles of Grey Goose. Yeah, that, yes. will, uh, that will tide <laughs> me over very nicely. But uh, right now it's time for Friday Lions, brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. And the AFL finals kicks off tonight, 7.20, great time slot. Up at the Gabba, Brisbane at 2.18, the Tigers at dollars. 71, the line 5.5, over under 176.5. Oh, I think the Lions are at a very good odds here, MG. I'd like to hear your uh, your case against the Lions. Yeah, I can build a pretty good one, OB. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I actually did come on the Monday show hinting against your host, Nikki. She tipped it for a charity, Richmond. I think she got the minus maybe three and a half. And at that stage, I thought Brisbane might have been the uh, the value in there. But uh, since the sides have come out and how they line up and looking at uh, Richmond's potential forward line against Brisbane's back line, that, that's where the concerns lie for me. So the market's all been for Richmond um, as low as two and a half, out to five and a half now. So it's rare for a uh, finals team going in at home to be the outsider. So it doesn't happen too often. And so I understand why you think Brisbane look uh, attractive in their odds and and you're not going to talk you out of it. You probably have to wait late. It only seems to be trending one direction for Richmond at this stage. Uh, As I said, this is, you know, Richmond do have a 14 and two head to head over uh, Brisbane. And, um, you know, the thing that offsets that, I guess, is Brisbane of nine and two at home this year. So they do defend the Gabba very well. The week off, I think, will suit Brisbane. They'll be able to reset and everything like that. I just think... They've just lost one or two defenders too many uh, against Richmond's um, Twin Towers and also with Martin coming back into the forward line, add Bolton in there. I just think it's too dangerous. I think with uh, both offences very good, rank one and two in the AFL this year. So I'm leaning more towards the total. I think the, the total hasn't moved. It's been pretty much solid around the 176.5. I think clear air tonight. Uh, I, I just think it'll be it won't be a typical finals game. I think it'll be more open. I think there'll be plenty of scoring. I just think Richmond will outlast Brisbane. Brisbane were 42 points up. Yes. I know they lost. Yep. They were 42 points up. So they showed they can score. They showed they've got the formula that they can win. I agree. I think Adams is a huge out in the back line. I think he, he him and Andrews complement each other really nicely. I think Payne's an okay player. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I get they've got their worries. But they can score, Brisbane. They can score quickly. They can score heavily. Um, yeah, I, I, I like them. I just don't think – don't know what the rage is about the Tigers. They only sort of snuck into the finals. I, I know there was a couple of really close losses in there. They could have been uh, a bit higher up the table. But yeah, ooh, I, I like I, the lines. I, I, I agree with you. At the price, I, Brisbane at home do look the do look value. Uh they're just trending for Richmond way, and I just the, the way the team matches up, it's just hard for me to pull the trigger on Richmond being the away favourite for sure. I'm going to stay out of that and concentrate on the total. Uh, I just think obviously the midfield's a crucial battle here. Richmond are bringing in some form; they've won four straight, so they're on the upward curve for sure. As I said, I think the week will suit Brisbane having the week off just for them to reset and get ready for it in front of a home crowd. I know it'll be probably 50-50 in the crowd. There'll be plenty of Richmond supporters up there, but yeah, I uh, I just think there'll be. 
plenty of scoring in this game, an attractive game to watch. It's been 23 weeks. We won't start agreeing on uh, on teams we like now. But uh, the first game of NRL analysis uh, is the uh, game tonight, I think. Is it that on tonight? Uh, top row, Parramatta and uh, the Storm. Parramatta $1.67, the Storm two twenty four. the line minus 3.5, over under 42 and a half. Yeah, certainly is on tonight, uh, Obe, and we'll... Uh... You'd imagine a nation will be watching a top four spot on the line. Parramatta against Melbourne. Uh, it's watch- amazing. No, no one knows when it's on because no one cares. No one, no, no one on this show knows when it's on. The rest of Australia know when it's on. <laughs> it's uh, I say, I say Melbourne's a bubble. Hard to believe, really. Well, we've got the one Melbourne branded team that uh, doesn't have anyone crying in the side. So this should uh, you'd imagine they put up quite a fight uh, this week. But yeah, like we mentioned earlier, the loss of Jerome Hughes. Big, big out. Melbourne have been huge drifters. Uh, they're going to be up against it with no Hughes. This will be the only, this will be the first time they've missed the top four uh, since 2014. Just the second time they've missed it in a long, long time. Nearly in the better part of, yes, 16, 17 years. So um, if they get rolled here, uh, Paramount so actually look pretty good coming into this game anyway. They, um, they, they won their last three, covered their last four against the Storm. Covered five of six as a dog, 12 of six, uh, 12 of six against the number of scoring 20 plus. But the big angle here is teams off scoring 50. Last four years, 20 and 90 is the spread. Attack tends to mean holding form. Yeah, Storm are a good away side. They, uh, particularly was it, well, against the Eels in these big games. Paramount have lost so many big finals and crunch games against the Storm. But I just think in their current form, I think the, the Eels are going to put up too much firepower for this one. Yeah, I think without Jerome Hughes. And, and the Eels sort of, um, I think over the last couple of years, Top Rope, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've had a pretty good record against Penrith and the Storm. Um, they, just sort of, they seem to sort of get themselves up for these games. Yeah, they really do. They, they, they beat Penrith and the Storm in consecutive weeks earlier in the year. Uh, yeah, the problem with Parramatta over the last years, and this has been a knock on Brad Arthur, is that, have really faded towards the back end of the year, and you know they've gone bang bang, uh, yeah, three or four of the last five years, and, and haven't got to a preliminary final in a long, long time. So, uh, give them an opportunity. Would love the double chance, but you know all the knocks on Brad Arthur. He's gone fine at the right time of year. They, they, they scored fifty last week against uh, against the Broncos, who yeah were in the finals until that loss. So, um, yeah, they're going to be very hard to beat the Eels. They're, they're playing some some good football and. The main issue is that the, the for the first time in a long time, the Storm's depth has been well and truly tested. Yeah, they are certainly good to watch. As we look at the Friday night uh, AFL, the second qualifying final, sorry, first qualifying final, uh, the Demons $1.48, the Swans two seventy, the line minus 12.5, over under 161.5. Uh, Friday night, 7.50, MCG. Oh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. The Swans beat Melbourne at the G early in the year. Um, the D's have certainly hit their straps over the last uh, last few weeks. This looks a beauty. Yeah, probably the the pick of the finals. I think OB this one uh, second v third, both with identical records of sixteen and six. So, um, as you said, Sydney will hold no fears coming to the MCG. They've got a uh, solid ten and two record against Melbourne. They've won seven of their last eight at the G, and the, you know they did beat them back in round twelve by twelve points. I think it was OB. Uh, so, yeah, they'll be full of confidence, Sydney. They've got uh, very few weaknesses in their side. I think there's a very good spot for Sydney to to bet here. Uh, the OB market coming out at 13, Melbourne, it's just slipped down one point to 12. So 
any any support has gone slightly to the Sydney side. And I just think, I don't know, with Melbourne, they did win their last two to end the season, but they've been a bit inconsistent probably over the last six or eight weeks. Um, but, you know, I just think, you know, Melbourne has got the best, the league's best defence, so Sydney are going to have to crack that. So I'm going to stay out of the total here, but I, I really like Sydney at the plus, I think, uh, getting just just on two goals start at the MCG where they've got a pretty good record both against Melbourne and at the MCG I think they'll be chock full of confidence oh this looks a yeah this looks a beauty Friday night MCG this is yeah this is when you want to play football and uh two very good sides really well coached uh you know both look uh both looking pretty good Nick looks a beauty as we look at the NRL match tomorrow night uh the Roosters a dollar seventy four. The Rabbitohs two ten. The line minus one point five. Over under forty four point five. The first game at the newly uh, newly built Allianz Stadium, uh, where the Roosters won't let the Rabbitohs train, and the Rabbitohs want to play there, and they're not allowed. And um, the New South Wales government just letting the the brand new stadium just have one team. So it looks looks a, a good business model up there, uh, top rope. Look, I just think it's great. Friday night, you know, a packed house at the home of Australian sport and the Sydney Football Stadium hosting the Sydney Roosters against the South Sydney Rabbitohs uh, on the eve of the finals. What a wonderful night of sport. Uh, it should be a, a, a great opening to, uh, you'd love to call the old girl, but she, uh, it's actually not that old, only opened in 1988, as Matt Nabel has told everyone the entire week at ad nauseum. Uh, I mean, plenty of hate for this one, like you touched on. Obita, yeah, a few games off the field between the the roosters and the and the bunnies right now. But uh, the real underlying current here is this will be the first time Latrell Mitchell and Joey Manu have squared off since this corresponding battle last year, where Latrell busted Joey Manu's jaw. Very, very uh, controversial match. The roosters were absolutely frothing after that one. South have won four straight against the Chooks all by double digits, but I can see the Roosters being up for this one. I think they're playing a brand of football that's better suited doing these big games at the moment. They've covered five or six to favourite. Going to be with the Roosters here. Not a huge confidence play. Absolutely the most appetising sporting event in Australia this weekend. And the uh, Chooks, I think, will just get the job done. I think the super netball's on as well, which I'd rather watch uh, on a Friday night than watch the uh, watch the Roosters and the Bunnies. But anyway, the Roosters are in good form. The Bunnies are in good form. Looks a good game. It's just a shame it's up against uh, Australia's number one sport and the final. So anyway, as we look to the second qualifying final on Saturday twilight at the MCG, the Cats at dollar thirty nine, Collingwood three oh five, the line minus sixteen and a half, over under one sixty four point five. Oh, this uh, another mouth-watering game on paper. Look, I won't, uh, I won't, I won't pot the AFL. I was like, I shouldn't do it, but uh, the four thirty-five time slot. Oh, I'm not sure about it. Anyway, it's on then. Uh, first versus versus a fourth looks an absolute beauty as well. MG. Yeah, it won't matter what time they play it. The crowd will rock up. I think they'll. Uh, will they get eighty to ninety? At least it was sold out. I think they put some standing room tickets uh, up on uh, on Tuesday uh, that was quickly snapped up by Geelong and um, and Collingwood members. So it's just what the MCG sort of rolls in. But yeah, it looks a big it looks a big crowd, average crowd for the Mel- MCG final. I would have thought this is uh, yeah, this is obviously a great sets up for a classic. I reckon this one. This is uh, first v fourth. Obviously, um, these two teams have won twenty five twenty six between them. Uh, so Geelong are on a thirteen straight, and Collingwood have dropped one within that time. Obviously, had a lot of close wins. Uh, Collingwood 
of late. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just think the betting's a bit too lopsided here. I know Geelong finished on top. Um, they wouldn't be happy to draw Collingwood at the G. Collingwood uh, have won their last nine straight at the MCG. I know they've won a lot of close ones, but they play. They're so used to playing at the MCG, so used to playing in finals like atmospheres. I was there for the Carlton Collingwood um, one two weeks ago, and it's not going to get any more fever pitch than that. And Collingwood, you know, even though they've got some young players, they just seem to handle it because they they do it more often than not. So I think it's a great spot for Collingwood. I think it's a big plus to start with. I'm keen on on the plus we sent it out earlier. I think plus. 17 or plus 18. It's just come back to 16 now. I don't think there's too much between them on paper. Geelong have got a better recent record against Collingwood. They go well at the G. It's not like they don't perform. They've won four out of the last five. As I said, Collingwood this year, 12 or 14 at the G, won their last nine. I just think it's three goals start or thereabouts is a big start. The amount of, Colling- amount of close games Collingwood have uh, played in and, and won most of them, I just don't think there'll be too much in it coming to, uh, to three-quarter time in the last quarter. I think it'll be a Great finish, hopefully, uh, with a big crowd. And I just think the big plus is a good spot for Collingwood. Yeah, I think it's uh, for a neutral supporter, this one. Yeah, this one's a beauty to watch. And uh, for all the punters out there, reminder to get to topsport.com.au as we look at St. George Illawarra Dragons against uh, the Brisbane Broncos. St. George 242, the Broncos 158. The line four and a half over under 51.5. Poor... Top rope, it's 10th versus 9th. This one um, could still shape the 8. Uh, Brisbane have to keep winning to put some uh, put some pressure on the Raiders in 8th spot. Uh, how, do you, uh, how do you see their chances? Yeah, they've got to win. They've got to win by a big amount. I think they're, I think they're gone, though. I know on the show, this, uh, uh, tip on the Monday show, tip the Broncos as the early play, completely switched here. Uh, the Dragons have got a great record against the, the Broncos. The one five or 6, covered 6 of 8. Covered six of the last seven at Cogra. The concern for me is the Broncos. They just don't really bounce back off bad defensive showings. Covered four or 15, I've conceded 30 plus. They've covered only 38% on the road. They've also got a number of ex Broncos in that in that uh, Dragons team Coach Anthony Griffin, Ben Hunt, Josh McGuire, a couple others who will show absolutely no mercy on the Broncos. Not a little controversy that's flared up this week. Uh, of like Tyson Gamble uh, was on a podcast saying Kevin Walters and really coach coach the Broncos. Adam Reynolds is who they go for for their old on field footy stuff. Kevin just there to you know, quote unquote rev up, rev up the boys. So uh, a fair backhander there for for the head coach. So uh, might be some trouble there at the Broncos. Uh, could be at the Dragons for the four and a half coming head to head. Is Tyson Gamble still at the Broncos? Uh, playing a lot of reserve ground for the Broncos this year, so. I, I wonder what. I wonder why. <laughs> it's hard to understand why he would be uh, uh, spending a lot of time on the Reggies, but uh, he did get recalled this week, so um, maybe maybe Adam Reynolds decided he was the, the player. <laughs> After a pump up for Reynolds, Reynolds has got him into the side. <laughs> As we look at the final final for this round, Fremantle and the Bulldogs over at Optus Stadium on Saturday night. The Dockers $1.51 against the Bulldogs $2.62. The line minus 11.5 over under 150.5. Fife out with a hamstring. It's a big blow to Fremantle's chances. Um, Tom Liberatore out for the Bulldogs also with a hamstring. I think the Liberatore out is a far bigger out than Fife. I actually think with Fife coming back in, he's a little bit underdone. 
Fremantle have showed they played okay with they play okay without him. Whereas I don't think the Bulldogs play that well without Liberatore. He's played every game this year and he's been um he'd be right up there in their best and fairest. It's uh, it's a worry for mine. Yeah, big loss, Ob. I have to agree with you there, and it's more more damaging for the Bulldogs because he he needed to go to probably Brayshaw as well, and he plays two way liver, so he's uh, definitely the barometer within that midfield. So yeah, they're going to have to overcome that. By saying that, the Bulldogs do have plenty of uh, midfield depth, but uh, yeah, he is he is probably the heartbeat within that within that side. So the Bulldogs, you know, are going to have to prepare for him. I think he's out for the rest of the year as if the Bulldogs do go forward as well. So it's a big loss. Um, yeah, this. This match is probably the least, uh, I guess, exciting of the of the four matches. Being the last one, I just think uh, there's a bit of weather around. Although it may look to clear, I think there's been huge hemorrhage on the total with the early weather report. But I think the weather will all clear up there. So I think there's uh, a play for the over, even though they are low scoring teams, especially Frio. I just think uh, it got down to one forty eight, one forty nine. I think it's on the cheap side. So. If I was playing in this game, I'd be looking for the over total at the current price, and I'm I'm going to stick with the Bulldogs. I, I just think the plus again. I know it's a tough road trip going over to Perth. Uh, the stats probably don't back it up either. Fremantle got a nine to four head to head record against the Bulldogs, and they got a dominant home ground advantage. They did play a month ago, also uh, round twenty one, and Frio got them by uh, seventeen points. So the Bulldogs have got a few stats against them. I just think uh, you know the the plus fourteen and a half was big at the start of the week, which we, which we did send out as a bit of a play. Now it's down to eleven. So probably with losing five and Liberates, it has changed around a bit. I just think, yeah, plus two goals start for the Bulldogs, not bad, and I, I think there's an overplay. Uh, keep an eye on the weather. You can bet late. But I just think that the total will creep up a bit. But, yeah, I just, I'm not convinced on Freo. Um, Bulldogs, you know, probably shouldn't have got in the finals. Uh, Carlton was stiffed, obviously, miss. So I think they'll play with no pressure, and I think that might be the deciding factor. I think we always uh, talk about the Bulldogs, that they outside the top four, Beveridge gets them on a roll. I just think they've done too much hard work to get to this point. And I think the I think the Dockers at home might be too strong, but uh, once again, it looks a uh, it looks a beauty of a, of a final over there in Perth. As we go through the remaining games for NRL Round 25, and you cannot hide this game away any further. It's the Bulldogs at $1.48 against the Seagulls, 270. The line minus 6.5, over under 53.5. I think people are working late on Friday night to try and avoid this one, Top Rope. Right? Try and avoid it. The Bulldogs on their uh, way to a rare, uh, rare floor. It should be uh, very entertaining. Yeah, the Bulldogs look a good chance against the Homer folks. Uh, <laughs> Mainly have won uh, uh, seven, seven straight against the Dogs and Kieran Foran's last game. Most astonishing fact of the season, Kieran Foran, who couldn't get through an entire season in his 20s, has managed to uh, survive the whole season for the Storm over the Seagulls and players. So, I don't know if the cow's blood is still a thing at Manly, but uh, certainly got something going right for him. But, uh, yeah, look, I expect the Bulldogs to win this. I expect them to win it well. Desperate, uh, though, there's going to be points galore in this game. Uh, Manly cannot tackle for the life of them. Uh, Bulldogs got points in them uh, and a big potter, so... I think we're going to see plenty of points. So the best bet over 53 and up. Manly don't like tackling. They don't like getting too close to other men. But anyway, yeah, the Warriors and the Titans this is the next game. The Warriors $1.55. The Titans $2.50. The line minus 5.5 over under 57.5. The season end it can't come quick enough for both these sides. Top rope. Yeah, very low rent game. But uh, Warriors, one of the strongest players of the week. Uh, They've played three since going back to Mount Smart, covered all three. They've been much, much better there. They've covered seven straight off conceding 46-plus. Uh, Titans, big, big win over the Knights last week, including surviving the last 20 minutes with 12 men, but covered just two or 10 road games, five of 19 off scoring 30-plus. 
Immunity Warriors. As we look to the Cowboys and the Panthers, this game has been flipped on its head. The Cowboys $1.11, the Panthers $6.90, uh, the line minus 19.5 over under 47.5. As we've mentioned earlier, the Panthers have rested almost their entire side here. Uh, looks all the Cowboys and uh, it's uh, probably um, better beware in this one, Top Rope. It's always better beware, but it's never better don't bet. So uh, <laughs> that'll, be, uh, that'll be something here. Look, the Cowboys really win this by as much as they want. Will it be over 19 and a half? Will it be under 19 and a half? I'm leaning towards over. I, I think you'd be a game punt, as I just had the minus. If you're going to have a bet this game, I'd be looking at a bit of the old Ric Flair 30 plus for the Cowboys around the, the, the $3.30, $3.40 mark. Maybe the Cowboys get rolling. They're the fourth highest scoring team. They can't put a number on the Panthers. So uh, they've got, I think, nine players in their side who have played. Uh, they're either on Debu or played fewer than 10 first grade games. Or Debu from my local club, uh, Liam Henry from uh, the Orange, Mighty Orange Sims. He will be debuting for the Panthers. We so anyone's getting a call up at the moment. Uh, I think they're up against the Panthers. Cowboys win by plenty. As we look at the early game on Sunday, is the Knights six twenty-five against the Cronulla Sharks, a dollar twelve. The line eighteen and a half over under fifty-three point five. The Sharks they're looking at finals, and the Knights are looking towards a mad Monday top rope. The Knights are also looking at firing Adam O'Brien on Monday, so that kind of come quick enough. So uh, the Sharks very good away from Shark Park, covered seven of eight. They also hold form off big wins, covered five or six off winning by. More on the score, the Knights covered just four of 15 of the home underdog, being a wretched season for them. Got to be with the Sharks here. And the final game for round 25 is the West Tigers $3.80, the Canberra Raiders $1.27, the line at 12.5, over under 49.5. The Raiders uh, have to keep winning, um, but this one looks like they uh, they should get the job done against the disappointing West Tigers. Yeah, wouldn't be beating this one early. We'll wait to see what happens to the Broncos. If the Broncos win, then they've got to win. Uh, I don't particularly like taking their rows at big minuses, but if there's one team to do it against, it is the Tigers. Their, their ability to lose last week against the Dragons was something truly spectacular. To have first-grade players not understand the most basic of rules was truly something to behold. They considered 72 points the week before, uh, yeah, if Brett Kamal ever had head coaching ambitions, they're well and truly gone by now. So well, it should be absolutely uh, locking him up in an insane asylum if he thinks he's going to get a gig. Uh, appalling stuff. Uh, the Tigers, look, it's like uh, you can't underestimate you know, the kind of energy they get from that game. But the Raiders have way too much talent and they've made a recent habit of thumping the Tigers. Uh, they've won over the last nine, six of those eight wins by 18 plus. I'll take the minus. Thank you very much, a Top Rope, for all your informed NRL betting action. You can locate the GGOA for $22 a week in the LittleBooty.live shop for all your NRL betting action and the AFL Stings for $22 a week also in the LittleBooty.live shop for all your AFL betting action. Uh, MG, off to any, uh, any games this weekend? Uh, chance tomorrow night, Melbourne, Sydney, yes. Okay, well, have a great weekend. And Top Rope, thank you very much for joining us up there in Orange. Uh, have a great weekend uh, up there, and hopefully we uh, we kick home a few winners. And that's a wrap for this week's Friday Lions on a Thursday. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. You can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to all good podcasts. You can follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember, all your footy betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. 
and we'll be back next Friday or next Thursday. We'll be back for the uh, finals Thursday lines. Uh, and don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for the first look with all your weekend's action in review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters. Punt.